Welcome, everybody, to an all-new We'll Drink to That. I have a pleasure with Harvey Jackson, the co-founder of Grit and Gather. Later, uh, first of next month, he's going to be doing a, a whiskey festival, and we're going to talk a little bit about that and smoke some cigars and drink some bourbon. How you doing, Harvey? Doing well. Doing well. It's a little smoky outside. I know. Well, Canada's on fire. Is that what it is? Yeah, Canada, Montana. Yeah. Okay. Built a wall on the wrong side. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know. Awesome. No, that Canada's on fire, Montana's on fire, and I think Idaho's on fire. Mm. Mm. Wyoming next, huh? I hope not. Hopefully we've got enough moisture on the ground and up in the mountains still from... Well, that's what I was wondering. Like, there's no way it was like a prairie fire around here because everything's so wet right now still and green, you know? Well, I heard the uh, last report I've seen is that uh, the mountains still have like 24 feet worth of snow on top oh, of the wow. snow cap. Wow. There's quite a bit of snow up there. Well, it's going to be good for the rivers, man. I know. know. The only thing that's going to suck is fly fishing. The water's going to be too deep for the yeah. trout. Too oh, cold. That and muddy, probably. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. so, what have you been up to? Oh, more, more working than I want, maybe. So, let's, let's talk about this grit and gather. Yeah. <clears throat> what exactly is grit and gather? So, the, the, the story behind grit and gather was I, I knew I wanted to have just like like some fun doing events because i've like growing up i've always been the one that wanted to be the camp cook at elk right. camp or you know or even when we go fly fishing like i'm i'm you know i'm I'm fishing but then you know i'll take two three hours in the middle of the day and do a badass shore lunch you know right. something just wows my friends like i just like doing that kind of stuff taking care of people hosting things you right know? and so uh yeah, and so I've always kind of, it's always been in the back of my mind to create some kind of an event company where mm-hmm. I could do that, like little pop-up events or whatever. And then, yeah, one thing led to another. I mean, I'm in partnership with my uh, my daughter, Haley, and also another partner named uh, Angela Raber, and we, uh, or Raber, excuse me, and uh, we, we just one day said, look, let's just start it. We don't even know what we want to name it. So at that point, you know, I, that's what I do is branding, you know, day to day. And, well, your um, background is marketing. Yeah, right? marketing, branding, you know, stuff like that, websites. Um, and I do logo design, specialize in that. So, you know, the next, next big thing for me was, okay, now what do I name it? You know what I mean? And so the inspiration behind that is, you know, I've grown up in Wyoming as you did too, right. you know. I fucking love Wyoming, you know what I mean? It's And I'm loyal to it. And so, I mean, I ain't going nowhere either. I'm, I've raised my four daughters here, love Wyoming. So... I wanted it to be something about Wyoming because I don't want to create an event company that does events all over the nation. That's right. not that doesn't interest me. I like this kind of small stuff, you know. And um, so one thing led to another. We were just kind of thinking about names, and I thought I like the word grit because I think that describes a lot of the people I like in Wyoming. Anyway, well, that, that's a perfect example of like Gillette itself. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, we're we're all about grit. That's right. Exactly right. And just getting shit done. You know. Right. And uh, so I like that word, so I wanted to incorporate that, incorporate that but that's a, it's a hard word to marry with something. And so just, I don't know, just over time, we just decided, you know what? Th- the other thing that I didn't like about what happened post-2020 was we stopped gathering. We stopped right. socializing. I mean, even now, if I'm going to be straight up honest with you, I mean, I tend to not want to socialize as much as I did pre-2020. Why is that? I don't even know. I don't know the answer to that. Hmm. But I don't like it. See, I'm, <laughs> you know the exact, I mean? I'm the exact opposite. Like, I, 
that's the reason why I started this podcast is because like my well my buddy we started it together <clears throat> and it was started off just an excuse to get fucking drunk and mm-hmm. hang out and smoke cigars and talk right. shit right you know and like I didn't really follow the the COVID rules per se I mean if people said that I don't feel good I wouldn't go around because my yeah. youngest has a lot of health problems but other than that. I, I, like, I'm like you. I'm an entertainer. I, I love to see the smile on people's faces yeah. when I do barbecues. Exactly and right. Taste my food and yeah. just have, just bullshitting with them and just yep. getting them to laugh. You know, yep. that's that's like I feel like that's a lot of my purpose in life is just to be to be that guy. Mm-hmm. You that's, know, so you get it. I mean, that's yeah. where it came from. You know, it's just kind of birthed from that. And you know, it's once we created the name, my first thing on the agenda was whiskey. You know. I mean, I love, I, there's three things I love outside my family, right? Is uh, whiskey, cigars, fly fishing, right? You know, outdoors, you know? And so I wanted to do a whiskey fest. I went to Rapid. I saw you there, right? right? Um, did that band. I did, I did not like last year's whiskey festival very much. I was a little disappointed it, it, in it. Yeah, I agree. I, I honestly agree, and I'm not. I, I like going to other people's whiskeys festivals. Right. So this isn't a competition thing. People like gravitate towards right. their locale. I think on this yeah. is what I my prediction is. But I like going to Rapid. I'll go next year. You probably will too. Oh, yeah, right? of course. I think but, I'm going to do the. I'm going to. I'm going to do the the platinum tickets next year, mm-hmm. just so I can get in that Peppy Van Winkle. I've never had that. Mm-hmm. I really want to try it. See if the twenty three. Yeah, to see if it's worth a twenty five hundred dollars a bottle. I've had it. Um, I've, couple, heard. I've had it a couple times. I, I never, I never spent that much on a bottle, like you know. But I have had opportunities where you get a shot for like sixty bucks, yeah. you know, and um, it's good. Well, I see. I, I've heard so many mixed reviews because, like you know, I like ice to my bourbon or whiskey. Mm-hmm. A lot of people like yeah. it just neat, no ice. Right? But you know, the ice changes the flavor profile, blah blah blah. And so, people that have said that they don't like it is because, well, I, I like my neat. I don't like ice in it. And I had ice in it. Well, I don't know how you can say you don't like it because it's they didn't serve it the way you wanted it. Right. Well, but. and be more descriptive on, especially if it's eighty dollars a shot. Right. Right. Well, that's my favorite thing is you go up to like one of the bars here in town, and you know I want a old Forester neat, and they mm-hmm. you know ice and a little dash of water, and I was like just just on just plain Jane, dude. Mm-hmm. But that, that's just our culture, though. Yeah. You know, or that's, you get the whiskey snow cone. Yeah. You know what I mean. <laughs> Where they just pack in the ice, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. I robbed that from another guy, guy. I don't know his name, but there was a Scottish guy. And if you if you YouTube it, you you bring him up. He's he was just classic, like how to ta- properly taste a whiskey is. And I wish I could, I wish I had his name offhand, but his video is classic. He's he's, you know, he's like. Oh, I think just, I know you're talking. You know about. what I mean? Yep. He throws yep. the whiskey over his shoulder, or tosses it, it out just to rinse it. it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know the guy, kind of goofy, yeah. Scottish. Yeah. Well, you know, high end whiskey here's Crown, so we, we're dealing Gillette? with that. Yeah. Oh yeah, we're dealing you, with that. You know, I don't know if this is a fact, but I I talked to a Crown the Crown distributor around here, and she said that Gillette, Wyoming. Again, I don't know. Don't mark my words on this, but this is what I heard from her is that. Gillette, Wyoming buys more brown spirits, which is whiskey essentially, mm-hmm. more than anywhere else in the state. It, that's not that wasn't surprising to me when she said that. If that is true, well, you know? my, my little sister she lives up in uh, Eagle Butte, South Dakota, and they they don't have Crown Apple, Crown Peach, Crown Vanilla, Crown Maple, really? Crown this. They got Crown and Crown and huh. Mountain. You know that, that's 
that's, that's her it. choice. And so wow. every once in a while, she'll, her husband will call and be like, I need you to send me a bottle of that crown peach <laughs> or crown apple. This. Yeah. And I'm like, I'll do you one better, dude. And I'll send him, you know, a $50 bottle of what I'm drinking at the time. And he's like, I don't like that. And sends it back. I just want the peach. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> yeah. It's like I just gross, want dude. the peach. <laughs> We were talking about that earlier, you know, like flavored whiskeys. I love, I love that they exist for sure. I love cooking with them. Yeah. Oh, dude, in in mixing with them, right? You know, and uh, there's a what is it? Uh, wild turkey's honey, whiskey. That's is not it, bad. No, it's not bad straight, uh, but it's really good in a uh, hot toddy. Yeah. Because you're already already putting honey in a hot toddy, right? Or Tom and Jerry's. Yep, exactly. And so it's you know you, you can use it for that. You can use it for a whiskey sour. Yep. You know, you got to watch on the sweetness if you're adding more sweetness because there's it's already a little sweet mm-hmm. by itself. But yeah, I mean, Whiskey there's sours. Yeah, I mean, it wouldn't be something I would drink straight. Doesn't sound like you either, yeah. but you know, I I really enjoy it. And our, at our whiskey fests too, like we 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 probably have thirty percent of our list is flavored. Well, it's not because it's not about me, right? You know, it's about getting people, you know, excited about the cultural whiskey. I mean, that's what it's about. Right. Yeah. So, well, you know, also you try to bring a bunch of people in and get them to enjoy the same things you do, and they are more of a, on the flavor side. Just going to turn them off. Exactly. Do it again. Exactly right. Well, cigars. I have friends that I thought I would bring from a a sweeter cigar mm-hmm. into what I like. I started sweeter too, and I moved. Right. right. That's a lot. Usually, a lot of people's story, but I have friends. They they're not going nowhere. They're sticking with you know the sweet Jane, or they're sticking with the you know, leather rose or something. Yeah. And I think it's great. I mean, it's cigars a cigar, a whiskey's a whiskey. Well, yeah. you know, like me and Cheryl and James are talking. The thing I love about smoking cigars and drinking whiskey is the the social effect of it. You know, yeah. you it doesn't Amen. matter what you're drinking or what you're smoking, but everybody's there and they all have like the same yep same uh, what's the word I'm looking for. Uh, Idea of a good time. Yeah. You know, you're like-minded people. Yep. You know, now we can break it down to, well, he smokes a sweet Jane, and I, James gave me one of them California loves. Mm-hmm. Dude. They're awesome. Blew my fucking socks oh, yeah. off. They're I kept, awesome. Like, he kept on trying to hand me some other ones. I'm, like, I'm still working on this, dude. He's like, that's normally an hour smoke, mm-hmm. and I was like, two hours. You're just I'm nubbing like, it out. You got the roach clip out, you know. I, did that. <laughs> I told her to bring me a, a bundle of them. I just need to get with her so I can pay her and get them, but oh, yeah. Yeah, those things were, those blew me away. Yeah, and, and I'm excited about this Saturday. They're going to be out there at the horse races out there at Camplex, too. That's going to be a good time. Chariot races out there, too. I don't mean That'll to throw working. a plug in on your podcast, no, no, but, I mean, uh, that uh, the, the horse race is a good time out yeah. there. You know what I mean? You can get a whiskey in your hand, too, out there. And uh, and the owner of uh, Jack Greer, he's 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 uh, we're kind of in talks right now of figuring out a grit and gather collaboration with that mm-hmm. horse racing out there. So we'll see. You know, see if it, if it comes Well, they got fruition. rid of their boxes, though, didn't they? Like, their whatever. Didn't they used to have, uh, back in the day, they, I thought they had, like, the upper club boxes. Oh, oh, at Camplex? Yeah. Like, way back? Yeah, yeah. Um, the, I don't think there's any boxes. There's one box in the middle, but I think that's just for, like, the announcer and shit. Oh. For some reason, I, want, I wanted to say that I, there was, they had... Uh, uh, an, club level boxes. This is, because my, my grandparents, they... Uh, or my grandpa, he raises racehorses mm-hmm. in down in Fort Collins, 
and he'd come up here all the time for the horse races. And I always remember going upstairs with him. I, it might have been, but I was, you know, I was like five, six years old, so I could have it totally fucked off. So then they, they must have took those out then because yeah. I don't think those exist. Observatory box or something. Yeah. Thing. Well, back in the day, I was just talking about this with another friend this morning is like back in the day when that started, like I didn't live in Gillette at that time. Right. Right. You did. Yep. Um, but I, I've heard that it was just the bee's knees. Like it was a they track a, of all tracks they, in the region kind of thing at one point. You know, they, they, kinda, they did a really good job with it. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, I think when they finally got rid of it, I was like 12, 13. Mm-hmm. So I'm right in there. Then and it I, just sat there and did nothing. Yeah. Weeds. Well, well, high school rodeo. That's the, that's, oh, that's the camp. Like the things. center of it, but yeah. like the track itself, like nobody's running it. Right. You know? Well, as soon as that high school rodeo kind of came in, the mindset of the Camplex and the Camplex organization was like, well, it's weekends. They want to do this on weekends, and we don't have the room and this and that. And there's mm. too much shit going during the is summer. That why they? That's that's what they. That's what I'm gathering from just talking with some of our county commissioners. Mm-hmm. That's the reason why Camplex went the direction they did. Mm-hmm. They had a smart. Uh, they had a uh, like a town form there at the college, and they wanted ideas of how to make Gillette Campbell County a better more successful, thriving community. And I made the comment, I was like, well, you guys are really fucked up on the Camplex. Mm-hmm. They're like, well, what do you mean? I was like, as at the time, Burt Kreischer was in Billings, and then he was traveling down. Has 2023 been boring, non-adventurous? Are you tired of having to always say, same shit, different day? Well, you're in luck. June 3rd in Casper, Wyoming, the Great and Gather Whiskey Experience is coming to the Ribbon Chop for a life-changing event. You'll get a chance at 120 plus different bottles from around the world to sample. There's also going to be oysters and chances for door prizes. And just when you think your night has ended, there's an after party at the Black Tooth Brewery with live music. And the cigar box is going to be there for all your cigar needs. Now is your chance to be the talk of your friends and the envy of your coworkers. So go to gritandgather.com for ticket information. Let's get back into it down to i want to say he was going to red rocks so he was coming straight through gillette you know no mm-hmm. ands if buts about it i was like they're like well people like that want to do weekends i said his biggest sell tickets are monday through thursday i said for smaller venues like us monday through thursday mm-hmm. i said and that's with every performer out there monday through thursday smaller venues like gillette i didn't know that you guys could out so you guys could have everybody huh you know uh Snoop Dogg was at Casper on a Wednesday, <laughs> sold the motherfucker out. Right, and Casper, and it wasn't it wasn't twenty thousand people, but it was uh, you know 15, enough to get a pass through well, think, a bunch I, of money. I think on the, the Ford Center through. holds uh, eleven thousand people if mm. they had the stage set up right. Right, so at eleven thousand people at twenty dollars a ticket, I mean that's two hundred twenty thousand, I believe. You know, and plus you know whatever whatever the agreement is that the the venue breaks down. You know, we get mm-hmm. drink sales and you get mm-hmm. strictly ticket sales, right. whatever. Right, but the uh, uh, the complex, the Wyoming Center holds ten thousand people. So if you were to set that stage up just right, I mean, you could do it even though the acoustics suck in there. Mm-hmm. You could still sell at ten thousand people to go mm-hmm. see Bert Kreischer mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or uh, whatever. I don't. I'm not a big country that Kane Brown dude. Whatever mm-hmm. it was that was in Rapid mm-hmm. last couple weekends ago. Yeah. I mean, you could you could literally. I mean, because Deadwood Grand. Do that shit all the time mm-hmm. on the, during the weekdays. How how mu- how many people does the Grand hold? I've I've only been there one concert for I've, the Hairball I've, concert. I've never been there. Okay, so it's big. Is but it? I, I don't think it holds ten. But I don't know. I, I bet mean, I bet it probably holds room. like seventy five. Oh, I, it's thousands for sure. 
But even, I mean, but, no I mean even at 7,500 people, Jelly Roll sells it out. Mm-hmm. You know, Grave of has sold it out. Mm-hmm. Good point. You know, it, it's just, I think it's just, we've gotten so accustomed to the excuse of, oh, well, weekends are busy, so we're just going <laughs> to shut everything down. Yep. And the high school rodeo is going to come in and take care of us every four yeah. years. It's like we crawl in our holes right. for the week, and then we never and then, come you know, out of I, our holes for the got, weekend. Like I told him, I was like, your you your community is a rotating shift community. Mm-hmm. You know, eighty percent of the people here are. Mm-hmm. I probably not that much anymore, but you know, yeah. fifty. Let's call it fifty percent is at least shift work. Yeah, and that's I not mean, just coal mines. That's oil fields. That's workover rigs. That's this is why this is why some of the bars in town you see twelve cars out in front at six thirty seven o'clock eight eight o'clock whenever they open. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, just getting off work. Yeah, it's know? their night. You know, but I, I don't I don't think. Uh, our county and our city elected officials and some people that have been here forever really want to believe in the idea that 1970s, when Gillette and Camel County was booming, that's when the oil came in the first go around. Yeah. Camel County was like the epitome. It was like the top of the cream, you know, counties in Wyoming because we were making so much fucking money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and then they kind of start reining everything in. I'm not saying let's go back to being the wild, crazy days. But right. Let's, let's embrace who we are. Mm-hmm. You know, Absolutely. We're, we're, we're greedy people. Yeah. Let's embrace that. <laughs> and we work hard. Exactly. And we, and we deserve money for that. You know, well, We deserve to get reimbursed for what we do. Campbell you know? County's medium income is in 82000 mm-hmm. roughly, give or take. Mm-hmm. And so in your average house price is around that 250 260 So you have a lot of disposable income right there. Mm-hmm. And that's why everybody drives nice vehicles in this mm-hmm. town because they have all this extra money to go be stupid with. Yeah. Campers and boats. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. You know, instead of that money going to Keyhole or Lake Desmond or wherever the fuck else everybody's going. Mm-hmm. How about we start throwing some shit, some more gatherings, mm-hmm. you know, exactly. whiskey festivals. Let's just stop being so hidey tidy about mm-hmm. what we do, what mm-hmm. we, what our community is. Mm-hmm. No, now, I, I hear you, man. You know, I've had this conversation with Sam Kleichman and he's doing a phenomenal job with what, with big oh, loss. He's great. You know, bringing people in during the summer, the summer venues. And his Love brand, it. I mean, you know, I'm a branding expert. Right. That's my wheelhouse. That's the only thing I'm, I have a wheelhouse in is branding. And I tell you what, his brand is awesome. He's done a lot of hard work. He's got a brand. good following, good yeah. loyal following. He's a, he's a good voice behind it, you know. so Well, he's well-spoken. Yeah, you know exactly. You've had him on the podcast Yeah, before. he was my very first guest. I've been trying to get him on to come do it again. So right I was like, on. I'm not such a piece of shit anymore. I've kind of got it figured out a little bit where I'm not just like, uh, e, uh, uh, uh. So, uh. Well, you, you got to practice into right. it, you know? You got to lean into it. But so. I'd like to have him on again and bullshit with him some more. Yeah. I mean, his his ideas on things we could do better. He is, loves the community. Yeah. Oh, too. yeah. You know, that's it, what I love about Sam. Like, you know, that's and there's not a lot of people that necessarily know me personally like you do and others, but... You know, like I'm for the community. Right. I, I do business, yeah, but uh, I'm doing business because that's what I've been created to do. But right. you know, I want to. I want my community to thrive. I want business in this community to thrive. And Sam, I know, wants the same thing. There's other entrepreneurs in town that want the same thing. You know. Well, I'm not necessarily an entrepreneur, but I, I don't want my community to go by the wayside. Mm-mm. You know, as much as I talk shit about wanting to leave Wyoming and find me a nice little summer home or somewhere it's not we're not winter six months out of the year yeah i hear you there but in all honesty i'll probably never i'll probably never uproot fully from gillette yeah, yeah. amen I'm, I'm there with you and you know even my daughters now are at least my oldest is involved in my businesses owns part of my businesses so it's like 
you know, it's not, that's not a, it sounds like a manipulative tactic from as a father, you know, that's not <laughs> what it is. Cause she's really, really good at what she does. But you know, if I can keep some of my kids here too, right. Right. Growing the community. And that'd be great. So I want kid. you know, I thought Gillette was like, you know, when I was got out of high school, you, how many times have we heard this story, right? Get out, get the hell out of Gillette. Yeah. And then you realize, Oh, you know what? Well, it seems like everybody's like, oh, fuck Gillette. I'm, I'm moving out, going on bigger and better things. They've all came back. Absolutely. Where's yeah. the bigger and better? Right, there's same. You got the same shitty problems everywhere else as you yeah. do here. So it's, you might as well go to where your roots are and fight for a better yeah. better community. Because I think a community is about the people, is it not? No, it is. It's you 100%. know, so like if the people, if you go somewhere else, like you're making a lot of assumptions that those people are going to be the same same as the the people that you came from, like where you grew up. Right. You know? Well, what I find really interesting is not only Cheryl and Jane's, but the other day we were at uh, Heaven to Earth. There was uh, another lady in there buying shit. And they were out talking to her, and they're like, well, where are you from? And she's like, oh, I'm coming from Washington. I was like, I told my wife, I was like, that's like the 10th person in this like last month mm-hmm. that I've heard that's moving from Washington mm-hmm. to Gillette. And like, they're like, well, why'd you choose Gillette? Oh, well, this is the community. The community. And that says a lot. Yeah. Community, the people. Yeah, we don't got no mountains, you know. Nah, but forty-five minute drive, you're there. Well, that's what I always say when response to the mountains, because I love the mountains, right? I know you do too. So it's like you got mountains to the west, <laughs> forty-five minutes. You got mount, you know, hills to the <laughs> to well, the you east. Got, you got forty-five minutes to the Bighorns. You yeah. got an hour and a half to the Casper Mountain. Yeah, uh, forty-five to an hour to the Black Hills. Yeah, it's all less than two hours away, man. And your property's a lot cheaper here than it is around the mountains that's right and for the most part you know our local governments leave us alone around here yeah. for the most part, for the most part. <laughs> there's some exceptions <laughs> that, that's a that's a conversation for another day, for another day. I, 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 go, <laughs> I go hours about our elected officials here in Campbell county and Gillette. me too man and i i agree with you maybe that's another day but <laughs> that, we don't have enough bourbon on the table <laughs> to get through that one <laughs> so uh you're doing you're doing the event in Casper June third. Yep, June third at the Ribbon Chop Ribbon Chop House downtown. Used to be the old old Wonder Bar. Yep. So so what what all are you, you uh, is it just cigars and bourbon or cigars and whiskeys? You got because I know you did a, a food get a food pairing but mm-hmm. there at the rail yard, correct? Yeah, yeah, we did a, our first cigar dinner pairing. And it was a it was a high dollar ticket too because I had Wagyu beef come in and oysters all all kinds of oyster flights, so there was a lot of money I spent on food and stuff. Hindsight twenty twenty, it was a great event and we sold it out and we had a great time. But um, my next cigar event, I wanted to have it more approachable. Honestly, yeah. like I want to be in that twenty thirty dollar range. You get a free cigar, you get to see some vendors, you get a smoke, you get community you know, that was more my romantic idea of having really good food paired with five really good cigars. Mm-hmm. But um we have other events coming for cigars. But the one in Casper to your question is is gonna be it's whiskey focused because it's a whiskey fest. But we also are are affiliated with uh, the Scar Box. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they're going to be out there. They're going to be selling cigars. But it's going to be at the Black Tooth Brewery at the after party only. Okay. Because there's nowhere to, at this venue, there's nowhere, nowhere to smoke. So, you know, we'll, there'll be a presence there. You can buy cigars. You can't smoke them at the fest because it's kind of downtown. Right. And there's not a place. But uh, 
just just down the street, half block away at the Black Tooth Brewery um, at the patio. We'll have the whole patio out there. In fact, we just talked to the managers there. They just changed hands in Casper, but um, the managers said that they they were they're even willing to bring in out the live entertainment outside. So we might even have it outside, depending on the weather, right. of course. But well, June sixth, it might be fairly cool. decent. Fingers or June, June 3rd, sorry. Fingers June 6th, crossed. We, leave, we live in Wyoming, as you know. I don't need to remind well, you that. You know? <laughs> well, I don't remember who I was talking to. I think it was uh, Cheryl and James. Uh, they're, they're talking about, he's like, yeah, it's experienced Wyoming winters yet. Like, oh, you know, we've driven through and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, have you experienced a full-on Wyoming winter? I was like, because it could go from October all the way to July. Oh, yeah. Easily. We've seen it. Oh, I remember the other thing was like 96, 98, where mm-hmm. we had a full-on blizzard in June, and then we had a full-on blizzard at the end of July, and mm-hmm. the temperatures never got above 75 all, all summer long. That I'm, was a miserable it, Yeah, year. and I have these haunting memories of these same winters in my mind, too, living here. So, But, you know, Cheryl and James, you know, to them, it's like, it's funny when I, they're partners of mine, and. And as I was getting to know them to see if I wanted to be partners with them, they, they, uh, one of the, one of the things that kind of sealed the deal is I was like, so you're from Washington. He's like, no, I'm not from Washington. <laughs> he probably did the same thing to you probably on the podcast. Right. Yeah. He's like, I'm from Eastern Idaho. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or, uh, or no, excuse we- me, Western, Western Idaho. Idaho. That's what he said. Yeah. Yeah, he, he said the exact same thing. He was like, oh, you're one part of the guys that wanted to vote out to break off to be part of Idaho. He's like, that was the only <laughs> thing that was going to save us. Yep, <laughs> yep. Yeah, he's cool shit. Yeah, wonderful people. I can't wait to get that podcast edited down so I can bring it out. Oh, I like, bet. And they have this such a deep, deep knowledge of cigars. Oh, yeah. I mean, and connected. Like, you probably got into it with them. Well, I, I kept on bringing up. I was like, you know, it would be really awesome if you guys took me along with you to do one of your their, uh, cigar uh, uh, trade shows, yeah, like she PCA. Goes, she's like, I know some people. I was like, I'd That's like right. to know those people. That's right, she, exactly. That'd be so fun. Now they're heading to PCA in Vegas. That's and by the saying. way, our full intentions—I don't know if they've told you this or not—but our full intentions at the cigar box is we're going to come up with our own brand of cigars for in Wyoming. You know, and well, you know, they won't be grown. The tobacco won't be, of mm-hmm. course, grown here, right? But. Um, you know, we'll, 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 in the next five years, we're planning on sourcing the tobacco in a field and wherever. Um, these guys know what they're doing. Right. So, you know, I like Nicaragua, but I, I don't call the shots. They call the shots. <laughs> you know what I mean? They know what they're doing. So, um, you know, th- that, that kind of thing is really exciting to me as a branding guy because I get to, I get to, I get to come up with the branding, the right. box, how it looks, you know, all that kind of stuff. So I'm really excited about that. Did you ever do a whole lot of talking to the guy that bought Deadwood Tobacco since they moved in that new building? Yeah, oh, uh, Bill. Yeah, yeah, Wild Bill. He, uh, I was out there right after the whiskey festival and stopped and got them chasing the dragon cigars. Oh, I was good. I was bullshitting with him and I was like, it's like, yeah, you know, I, I, I buy the Crazy Alice's because everybody that I smoke cigars with really likes the Crazy Alice's. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, that's not my that's not my cigar. I'm like, oh, you know, thinking dead with tobacco, it, it's mm-hmm. theirs. But you know, things happen. He said he came out this chasing the dragon one, and he started going through like the whole entire process, the hundred thousand dollars for just a brandy name and this you process know? and trying this this leaf and that leaf and this smell. And I was like, more power to you, buddy. I'll take a box. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I mean, the amount of work to actually get your first box yeah. and then finally make a sale. I mean. You know, that's why I say we, we have real, realistic expectations. This is a five-year plan. 
you know, for us to, to launch something. And we want to make it, we, we don't know what we want to call it yet, but we want to make it Wyoming, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, Wyoming doesn't grow tobacco, like I said earlier, but, you know, we want to have it some way the line of cigars to complement Wyoming in some way. Sagebrush and antelope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, did, did you see the cigar you're smoking right here that I gave to you? i seen the package. Do you know what this is? Uh-uh. Well, this is, a, this is made by a cigar company in Salt Lake City, Utah, um, called uh, Apostate Cigars. Hmm. And if you look at the band, you might see something. <laughs> well, that's the Mormon Tabernacle flute player guy. Yeah, and the temple. Oh, yeah, there is a temple. And all other kind of like symbolism there, the beehive, the yeah. all kinds of stuff. Didn't even know. And this that. is called the Deseret. It's a good one. They have another one called the Initiatory. They have another one called um, the Leahona. <laughs> Shit, you not. So is uh, the guy that makes them? Is he Mormon? Ex Mormon. Ex Mormon. Yeah. It's weird how that two, how two, that two works. partners. Yep, ex Mormon, and they're right downtown Salt Lake. Beehive cigars. Their logo is Brigham Young with a cigar in his mouth. Well, that's fucking awesome. It's fucking cool, dude. I haven't been to their place, but I tell you what, um, Cheryl and James know him personally oh, really? well, and we carry their cigars. This came out of our stock, but uh, we're gonna have a party with them up here, Fuck and yeah. I, I can't wait to meet them for. Personal reasons, right? So, I, well, I just find that you. I mean, we both were raised in the Mormon religion. I don't know if you want people to know, and I can cut it out, but oh, me, I don't care. <laughs> but uh, it, it, it's really funny how starting off that young and how to see like the the amount of people starting off young have kind of see you guys. Yeah, I don't want a part of your uh, mm-hmm. your cult. Yep. I just my grandma Patty. She's still. Hounds it in. Yo, know, you should start going by King Kinghorn, Patty yeah. Kinghorn. I like Patty a lot. Yeah, she's. But I, I hear you. I mean, look, my 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 parents, my my brother in Albuquerque, my sister in Salt Lake, sister in Washington, all my family, other than my brother Jake that lives here in yeah. Gillette, I mean, are all still Mormon. So it's like, you know, definitely, I am way off. I'm not. I'm not Mormon no more. Right. You know? None of my family is. None of that. Uh, my personal family, but everyone else is that I love. So it's, you know, it's, it's, it's well, a little I mean, awkward I, at times, but I'm still respectful to her. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Like, don't drink around her. Don't you right. stuff, you know, it's right. just, I had respect for my grandmother. I exactly. Mean, That's exactly right. But you know, not use the F word and Lord's name in vain, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. It, 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 I find it comical is that, uh, Mike, uh, his wife was really heavy in the Mormon religion and she's kind of the same way as the rest of us. Don't fucking bring that shit around me. Yep. Exactly right. But teach your own. You know, if that's what makes you sleep better at night, you know, good for you. Yeah. At least it's not No, exactly. Somebody. You know, uh, I, I, I've kind of the philosophy of like, you know, even though that's where I came from and I've chosen another direction, like, you know, I'm not going to try to pull somebody out of something else. Right. I mean, it's... Have you gotten the missionaries coming over to your house here lately? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my family send it to me all the time, you know. I mean, we we could do a podcast on Mormonism. Oh yeah, dude. like I, I'd be all over that shit. Seriously, uh, it's a good time when they come by because like, I, well, we had the the brothers come by. I don't know however long ago it was. I'm like, you boys. I was on over. You know, I was like, yeah, this is not a good time, guys. They're like, well, let's, you got just want to give you a word. I'm like, all right, yeah, one word. 
So I was like, there's your one word. Shut the door. <laughs> <laughs> he just kind of stood so, I was like, I'm just book. fucking you, dude. I'm just <laughs> fucking you. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, all right. He goes, well, you know, uh, some friends of yours told us to come by and uh, see how you guys are doing. Because apparently he's like, whatever, we're under his group of yeah. people. Anyways, so I'm like, yeah, I'll bullshit with you guys. You know, and like, they're good people. Yeah. They mean well. And they're it's young just, kids. I used yeah. to be one. Did, did you? Were you a Mormon? Yeah, or were you a missionary? Fuck Did you no. ever go on your... Okay, so you didn't. I did. And I went to Scotland and it... You know, so when I when I see these missionaries come in, it's like they pay for it themselves. The Mormon church don't pay for it. You know? And so it's like, why not let them in? I, I mean, mean, they're 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 young 18-year-old kids. I mean, what are they going to do? Are they going to force you to be baptized? Like... You know, I don't know. I, a lot of times I don't have the time for them. Plus, I, I think I scare them a little bit because sometimes, like the last time I had a, a, a missionary come up on my doorstep was I was literally out there smoking a cigar. And I had my daughter next to me mm-hmm. and we were kind of just shooting the shit. And it was almost like they were, they didn't want to be anywhere. They didn't even want to see something, you know, and that could have been one person. Right. This isn't a projection on the whole Mormon religion, of course, but... You know, it was, it, it just seemed uncomfortable doing it in front of them. But it was like, hey, this is, who this cares? What, I mean, I this is how I enjoy the end of my day. So right. take it or leave it, you know? So let's get back to the Whiskey Festival. Yeah, Sorry. I digress. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's just, we'll, we'll have to get together and do a Mormon religion oh, yeah. podcast because I, at that, that'd be pretty interesting for a lot of people, I think. <laughs> well, yeah. Eh, eh. Or I might ruffle some feathers. Yeah, fuck them. <laughs> I know, I know where my boating accident happened. <laughs> <laughs> so after uh, June, you got what else you got planned for whiskey festival? Yeah, so um, we're bringing back the a second annual Gillette. That's where it all started. We're gonna do it out at the Prairie Sky, same venue. We do, now that, you, that's one on fifty. Yeah, out on fifty, about oh, I don't know, ten miles. Yeah, about that. that. Um, and it's you know, Gillette's my my, my place you right. know i like gillette and um we're planning on we sold it out we sold it out to 350 tickets but there's and 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 it from uh, the response that we got everybody loved it mm-hmm. right but um there are some glaring things i want to improve on it we're gonna have buses out there we're gonna have a lot more cigars we might even have um private cigar tents as an upgrade, like a limited, like 10 yeah. cantina cigar tents where you can rent a tent for an upgrade. And then all your friends can be out there at the inside your tent. We got all kinds of great ideas just to make it more fun, more right. personal, more way to gather and have conversations and stuff like that. And of course our whiskey list will be a lot more than even Casper. It keeps growing. Reps are wanting to throw yeah. their stuff on our stuff, you know? So, so what, what was the first step of, like, convincing one of these reps to come? Like, you know, hey, I'm just starting this off. You know, I got a few of my own personal stuff, but I, well, you want to be part of it. How, how does that conversation Well, there's, there's a lot of laws you got to navigate, too. State, you know, like I got a – I don't have a liquor license, mm-hmm. you know? So I got to – just like anybody, you know, you, you have to get it catered by somebody that does. And so – you know, we have to, we have to, you know, buy our liquor through them, but even the reps have to buy their liquor through them. Oh, like no they shit. Can't, yeah. They can't just bring their, their booze to my fest. So even, I know that, uh, during COVID they state of Wyoming made it so that way you can order Wyoming based, uh, liquor to your front door. So is that still, really? Yeah. 
Well, I'm not even aware of that. I didn't even know that. Yeah, uh, that passed, I don't know, early in COVID. That huh. if it's as long as they can ship it in the state. Yeah, it sta- but they, as long as they're within the state, they can ship it anywhere in the state. And then how does the state get the tax? I, that I have no idea. They're, how that all works. It's probably easy. It's probably they just have to re. It's just like a sale, maybe, right. and they just send yeah. it. That's probably how it is. But huh. so interesting because I I've been trying to get uh, that keeper's heart shipped to me. I think I found a way around it, but. uh when I was talking to the guy that owns uh, Good Times, he was telling me that if it's state, if it's state-owned whiskey or, or spirit or alcohol in general, it can be delivered to anywhere in Wyoming as long as it's out of Wyoming. So, like Wyoming whiskey, mm-hmm. what is there now? A Teton whiskey now? Oh, there's so many. There's, I can rattle them off. Brush Creek. Yeah. Okay, Brush Creek is out of Saratoga, I believe. Shoot, I sh- shouldn't have bragged because now I got to <laughs> deliver, right? You know, and then you got uh, Cowboy Country, which is out of um, uh, Pinedale, I believe. And then you got Single Track and Cody. You got Backwards and Casper. They do one bourbon. You know, they do a lot of other stuff. Mm-hmm. All, all these people do a, distill all kinds of vodkas and yeah. gins and stuff. But we're a whiskey fest, so it's focused. And then the, uh, um, <clears throat> let me think here, uh, Brush Creek. Oh, Le- just Leduit. Yeah, that, that's out of KC, isn't it? No, uh, they d- they now move their distillery um, outside of Lar- Laramie. Okay. Is where they distill it, but they market it out of Sheridan. Oh, really? Yeah. So they had and marketing. Cultiscus is in Sheridan? Yeah, but, you There's know, Coltisca is not a whiskey, technically. It's a distilled spirit. Um, and they wanted to be in our fest, but we we weren't able to have them in because just it just, just doesn't hit the focus. Right. <clears throat> but having said that, you know, Grit and Gather's looking at doing a still fest. Okay. And that's just Everything. anything distilled. Right. It's, so it's not beer and wine, but anything distilled, vodkas, tequila, we don't care, tequilas, whatever you want. So we're, 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 we're working on that, and there's a community I've, I'm kind of looking at maybe bringing that to. It's not Gillette, by the way. Um, you know, and so, but you know, it's, it's, we're in talks right now. We're thinking about it. Um, I can't really say who yet, right. but, um, once we identify that it could be really cool. Cause I'd like to have vendors there of like home distills, stills, you know, like right. copper, copper, copper still companies and stuff like that, where you can do your own kind of. You know, stilling for your own. That scares own the use. shit out of me to do that myself. To What's steal that? My, that scares the shit out of me to steal my own moonshine or whiskey. Because well, you're gonna blow your house off. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. That's what. <laughs> that's what makes me afraid too. So they but say I, like wanna, f- I do want to dabble. I'm not gonna. Right? I'm not gonna lie. You know. Well, what but I mean? if like, what was it? I remember. I remember. It was like the first ten seconds is all the the poison shit that's gonna kill you. So you got to make sure you pour yeah. that off. But that'd it be the look stuff any, I drink. Right. You know? it's <laughs> like, but it doesn't look so different. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Yeah. Exactly. I'm dead in the backyard. You know. That Harvey died. I don't know. He drank some poison shit out of his still you know <laughs> no I'd, I'd love to do that just as kind of a little hobby i have a few friends that do it um so that's probably what i'd do if i did it i'd link up with one of them right. and say okay help me not kill myself right you know what i mean blow my house up yeah neighbors mm-hmm. get the atf on you yeah yeah so uh the one in casper how many vendors are you gonna have all together, do you think? So um, we're going to have, we'll have probably eight Wyoming distilleries there. And then we'll have, we have uh, uh, Southern Glazers. They came in big. They're they're a big uh, a rep here in the state that represent a lot of different, Jim Beam, mm-hmm. and a bunch of other big names. And so uh, Dave out of Casper, he's bringing uh, a lot of his whiskeys 
I think he's bringing up to, I think he's bringing almost 30 whiskeys. Holy shit. Different scotches and rye and all kinds of great stuff. So, and I've, and they're on our list right now, but honestly, our list is great, but there's going to be a lot more. There is still even now being stuff added to it. We have reps now calling us last minute saying, Hey, can we be involved? It's a little too late now because we got floor plans and stuff. We're trying to lay out down there, but, and the, and the venue is a little bit tight. I don't know if you've been in that venue, but it's It's a little long time. Yeah. It's two levels. So our concept is oysters and VIP whiskeys upstairs. And then downstairs is like more general. So what what makes you think oysters? Because I, I mean I love oysters and whiskey, mm-hmm. but I, a lot I, of people I, don't though, huh, right? Well, is that fuck them, they're wrong. I mean, no, yeah. but I'm like like the pairing of oysters and whiskey. I guess I would have never thought of that. Would have never ever occurred to me to put oysters. I mean, the salt from the you know from the water and yeah, everything else briny, really really yeah. helps out with like in, like cleansing your palate. Mm-hmm. But every time I've had oysters, it was with vodka or tequila. Well, touche. I mean, I, me too. I, you know, that's where I've always described, um, had it too, like at the oyster bar in Deadwood. Right. You know what I mean? That ain't, that ain't whiskey, right? No. Um, I don't know. There's, there's, there's a lot of, it, of course, it's all subjective, you know, um, but I don't know. I think the, the flavor of, a, of an oyster for me, if it's just, you know, raw in the half shell, there's not really a ton of flavor. It's kind of a mild flavor, really, on the most part. Um, it's all that shit you put on top, oh, you yeah. know, that kind of peppers it up yeah. or whatever. But um, I think it, it, oysters go with all kinds of stuff. I, the first time I had an oyster with a cigar was in Denver, actually. At that, uh, have you ever been to that Browns Browns Palace or Browns Hotel the, the, downtown? Yeah, that's uh, my wife's and I favorite hotel to stay at when we go down oh, there. It's so awesome! Yeah, so awesome. So the, I got a quick story. At Churchill's. Oh man! <laughs> so the first time my wife and I went down to uh-huh. stay at the Brown Palace, I had. A pile of fucking Marriott points that I needed to burn before I lost them. So I'm like, fuck it. Love the Brown Palace, a little on the pricey side. Yeah. But I got my points. And we just got off work. That We worked that day, and we drove down from South Antelope to, to Denver. And at that time, I just took my work car, had a little Kia Soul, yep. pulled up to that bitch, covered in coal dust, you know, right. and stuff. Yeah. Tossed the keys to that valet guy. He kind of looks at me. He's like, uh, what do you want me to do this? Uh, you, you got <laughs> reservations? <laughs> Sure do. <laughs> Dang right. It walked do. in, you know, wearing sweatpants and, uh-huh. you know. Uh-huh. I love it. Walked in there. It's like, hey, I got reservations for Hedinger. She kind of looked me up and down, looked my wife up and down, and she's like, you sure? I was like, yeah, go ahead. I said, <laughs> I showed her my phone, you know, with my Marriott report or my Marriott confirmation. She's like, oh, oh, I'm so sorry, Mr. Hedinger, right this way. Yeah. I was like, fuck yeah, bitch. <laughs> my money's just so like that in that hotel. I've been there a couple times, too, and it's just... So well, three piece suits and oh yeah, sundresses. Oh yeah, and at that Churchill's too. Oh, it's I a great, love it's that a great place. place to smoke. But you've been there and you smoked there. Like we're talking, w- the wheels of Denver in that place. Yeah, you know, I mean, we're talking. So the f- first time went to the uh, Churchill's. We were down there for our anniversary. We stayed at the Brown Palace, and we went into Churchill's. I'm, I didn't really know a whole lot about it, but I kind of had an idea. You know, it was a Saturday. We we're getting ready to go to a Big J Orkerson. Uh, stand-up comedy right at the comedy store and it's like fucking i haven't had a cigar for a couple days walk in there and i like them perduro 1926s uh-huh, those are my uh-huh. favorite favorite uh-huh. and so i was like i'll take one of those and she handed me the drink menu no prices on it i'm like well i've never had any hennessy or cognac yeah it's like oh boy bring, bring me whatever you know she brings it you know of course it's just a little sip mm-hmm. 60 bucks mm-hmm. but sitting there i'm in uh cargo shorts 
in a in a fuck you police or not a, or a fuck you politician T-shirt, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> just sitting there smoking cigars. Politicians everywhere. And guys in three peat suits, fucking <laughs> guys with their name on their cigar boxes and oh, the yeah. lockers and shit. Oh, yeah. I'm like, ah, oh, this ain't no tender box. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I hear you, man. You it's know, good I, though. Well, I'll, I and just to add to that story, you know, um, I, I had a friend, and he's he's just like you and me. Like he doesn't, he's just. You know, get he's what you not get. flashy exactly, yeah, but he lives in Denver, and uh, he had a friend that uh, that went away for a while and couldn't use his membership, right? And so he ends up giving the box, and you, it's a way, it's a long waiting list to get on that. Like if mm-hmm. you and I came in there with hundred dollar bills hanging out of our pocket, they ain't gonna give you a box, no matter what, right? You got to be connected somehow in there. Well. This guy had a friend that was there, and then he could no longer use his. He he got thrown in prison or something for four years or five mm. years. So he had to give his box. You know, he wanted to give his box up. So he gives his box to this friend of mine, and I was in Denver at the time. And he's like, "Hey, I got to get down there and claim that box and like switch out the nameplate and all that shit." And I'm like, "I'm your Huckleberry, man. I'll meet you down there." <laughs> so I I drive from Children's Hospital, and I drive down to downtown. And I meet him down there for a smoke, and I get there early. And I, I sit down, belly up to the bar, looking like I look right now, you yeah. know, Gillette. <laughs> and uh, same same response that you got at the front desk, you know. Yeah. N- nobody talked to me. Nobody at the bar would talk to me. It was just like, you know, okay, well, all right. And <clears throat> finally, the bartender came over, oh, what do you want, you know, and and I got a drink or whatever. And then my friend showed up, and he showed up just looking like me, sat down, you know. <clears throat> and uh, he, he's like, "And what do you want?" He's like, "Well, first off, I'd like to, I'd like to get my box." And he's like, "Well, what do you mean a box?" Because he knows all the members, mm-hmm. you know. And he's like, "Well, this this guy gave me my box." He's like, "Oh, are you so and so?" And he's like, "Yeah." He's like, "Oh, well, oh yeah, yeah, no problem." And he, you know. Just like, it's, just it's like you do. Yeah. And I tell you, that that just gets my goat. Well, it, what, what really makes me laugh is when you sit down, you know, because she came up to me, like, hand me the, the menu and this and that. And when I told her, I always said, you got the, the 26s. Mm-hmm. She's like, well, yeah, we do. I was like, well. But you can't afford that I shit. was like, I want, I want, I want a big one. So <laughs> give me your biggest 26 that they make. And so she brought, she's all we have is the little 45-minute smokers. <laughs> like, whatever, give me two of them. And when she brought my ticket to me, she just threw it at me. And I was like, all right, bitch. Wow. You know, $250 on three drinks and two cigars. Yeah, that's you just... know, It's like, uh, it's it's comical to how people treat people just on based on appearance. I know. I know. And I, I like pushing that limit because it also makes them I. look like fucktards. You know what I mean? Seriously. I mean, when, anybody's, when anybody treats somebody like that, it just, I don't like it. You know? Well, that, that's like, you know, not a whole lot of people from... Gillette, in particular, like the first they travel is Vegas, right? They go to Cancun, right? You know, and then when I was a contractor working, we went all over the place, you know. So we'd show up. We were staying in uh, uh, Springfield, Illinois, and we were staying at the Abraham Lincoln uh, Hotel, and I was like five hundred fifty bucks a night because the only hotel around mm-hmm. where we were working at, and we all show up. You know, bunch, <laughs> a bunch of welders, yeah, and show up, and <laughs> me and my one of the guys, he's from Texas. I was like, 
you want you drink? He's like, I drink. You drink? I was like, I drink. And I went and bought us a half gallon of uh, Captain Morgan. Mm-hmm. And we sat on that parking lot, fucking killed that bottle of Captain Morgan. And there's people showing up in Bentleys to go to this <laughs> fucking hotel. You know, so it, it's it's and it's fun. It's just fun to watch people's reaction when they yeah. see shit like that. Like, oh, it's just another bum, you know. No, I love it. You know, I love it, man. It's like, dude, I probably make. I probably make on your higher average around here than what most people do. You exactly. know, I, I don't drive a Bentley. Exactly. But no, that's a, that's it's just because you're not flashy, right? And I, there's no need to be flashy. No, you know, like my old man used to always tell me, because he always ask him how come he never writes his name in cursive. He goes, because I'm nobody and fucking important. Mm-hmm. You know? That's right. Multi-millionaire, just the same as anybody yeah. else. You know what I mean? But my boots we all on shit the same, the same way. way. Yeah. Exactly. That's what. But that's what I love about whiskeys and cigars, like. Doesn't matter what class you're from, everybody kind of just, yeah, it, it, everybody fits. That's what I love about it too, man. Like you hit on it earlier, like the culture, you know, like there's something about a cigar for sure. I mean, we're talking whiskey today, but we're talking, you know, cigars and whiskey. You can throw whiskey in there too, you know. When you're just around puffing away on a cigar, I mean, you can talk about shit that you normally can't talk about, like right. you, you know. I, I don't know what it is about it. I still haven't quite figured it out. If you if you have it figured out, please tell me. But well, well, I think there's it, something about it. I think like when you introduce a cigar, it gives you something to do with your hands, mm-hmm. right? And you you introduce a glass of whiskey, wine, whatever the fuck it is you drink. I think that takes people because you know people always want to talk with their hands. Mm-hmm. And so now the people are starting to loosen up because now they're like, well. What else am I gonna do? I'm just gonna talk, mm-hmm. you know. And so I, I think they have to that, focus on their mind yeah, and exactly, the other person, what they're right. saying, you know. Yeah. And, and so I, and I think it loosens everybody up because now we're all the same. We're all yep. in the same playing field. Yep. E- 99.9% of all your glasses come unlabeled, so nobody knows if you're drinking Johnny Walker Blue or That's if right. you're drinking Jack Jack Daniels. Yeah, you're not flashing logos around. Right. So, you know, and, but, you know, the other cool thing is, like, maybe a cigar has a band on it where you know somebody's smoking a $40 Opus X or something like that, but guess what? It's a $40. You can afford it. Anyone can. Yeah. I mean, literally. I mean, for a, for a day, you can smoke what a king smokes. Right. Literally. You know what I mean? Well, that, people always give me shit because, like, the amount of money I spend on cigars and whiskey. And I'm like, well, <clears> you guys will go out to dinner and spend three, $400 yeah. on a fucking steak dinner that you can exactly. make at home. Yeah. So I can't make whiskey and cigars at home. I said, but when I have a box of really good cigars and a bottle of really good whiskey, there's 15 people that are having a good time. That's right. That's a good way to put it. I mean, you know? you're spreading the love, you know, at that point. Well, 99% of my cigars that I buy, I hand out. Yeah. You know, the California too. loves aren't going to be handed out. Taking special, <laughs> but. You have your own pi- private stock. Yeah. You know but, I mean? you your know, stash. like when I go to work, I take my little travel size humidor with me and I load it up with all the different flavors that I have. And, mm-hmm. you know, you want a cigar? It's been a shitty day. Let's, yep. let's have a cigar. Yep. You know, and it's, I'm, like, I'm that type of good <laughs> type of guy that we're in the bar. I want everybody to have a good time. Mm-hmm. I'll buy everybody fucking drinks. Mm-hmm. I don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. Nobody needs to have a frown on their face. That's right. You know, and that's just who I am, and it pisses my wife off, but <laughs> at the end of the day, we all had a great fucking time. <laughs> How dare you spend... Where, where do you go in Gillette when you when you go out, usually? Uh, You're when, interviewing me. I don't mean to interview no, you, no. but I'm just curious. The Monkey was the first time I'd gone out to a bar that by myself in probably three years. Yeah. Yeah. Usually, if I go anywhere, it's the Moose. Yeah, just because right it's on. quiet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and yeah. they have she pours a Jameson pretty heavy. And, yeah, and I like Jameson if I'm just drinking a drink. Mm-hmm. Yep. But, yep. But usually, I don't. We don't really go out. Just mm-hmm. hate to say it, but people at Gillette really make it uncomfortable to go out to the bars. Mm-hmm. 
I hear you, dude. Um, you know, you bring up the monkey. I love the monkey. The history about it, the nostalgia. It's just a such a cool bar. Such a cool bar. Um, you know, and and the people there honestly are really cool too. I I that's where I usually go and have a smoke if it's bad weather and I don't want to do right. it at my house or whatever. Um, and I, I've, I've rarely had problems, but you always got that guy, you know, you always got that person that's got a, you know, but I, I don't know. Is it different in other towns? I, I guess I don't, well, really I don't know. know. Like when I was in Illinois working for those two years or for that year and a half that I was there, uh, I'd go out to the bars all the time by myself, mm-hmm. but I don't have a problem going out and eating dinner by myself mm-hmm. or entertaining mm-hmm. myself. Mm-hmm. And, but the, the type of person that I am. I, I, I think I, I I attract the people that want to come have a good time, mm-hmm. and so there's never very rarely a, a problem. Mm-hmm. You know, I might get to the might get pretty lippy when I'm drinking. Yeah, but it's all out of out of out of love. Yeah, out of, it's all out of fun. Right, and that's the that's the fun part about um, being in a bar situation because if you can if you can get a, a one or two people that are kind of doing that, leading that charge. Right. Then it's less but, about but the, being swollen and fighting each other. But the only problem about, I have with Gillette that I've found that is very unique to Gillette, it's always that one asshole that's not from here that thinks he's a Billy fucking badass because mm-hmm. he's on rig 92 mm-hmm. and wanting to come start shit with everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's usually that one asshole that I have, I always run into. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I don't look too bad in orange, but I got a family, mm-hmm. house, exactly. and a job. And, no, that's right. That's and I just, exactly I just right. keep myself out of that situation yep. from having to. Yep. Having to take care of a situation. Yeah, I'm I'm with you 100 percent on that. <clears throat> with you on 100 percent, because you know once the once the situation's there, like you know, you, you, it's not like you're gonna just walk away, right? Well, no, <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> like so, uh, when it's I was better in, just to avoid it. <laughs> when I was in Illinois, we got told there's three places to stay the fuck away from. And of course, we were in Decatur, Illinois, and I went and found those three places, and they had some of the best barbecue food I've ever had in my fucking life. <laughs> I walk in there, only white person around, mm-hmm. you know. Hey, what's going on, guys? Heard you guys mm-hmm. had some badass fucking barbecue. Mm-hmm. What do you know, white boy? <laughs> I don't know. I'm fat, so I don't like to eat. And I like barbecue. Right? <laughs> All right. You know, they put it together a plate, you know, and I always make sure I tip really well, regardless mm-hmm. where I'm at. But that place, I made sure I tipped it a little bit better, mm-hmm. you know. But then I sat down, and everybody started coming, like, oh, you know, where are you from? Yeah. We don't see people like you in this part of the town. Yeah. Why? Well, you know, there's drugs, there's prostitution, there's murders, mm-hmm. there's this and that. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's like, well, I'm a firm believer. If it's my time to go, no matter what the fuck yeah. I'm doing, it's my time to it go. It is, and it if is. there's good food down here, mm-hmm. I'll come risk it. Mm-hmm. Like, good well, food, oh fuck yeah, yeah, you know. And go down there, and I took a bunch of guys to work with there, and they're like, oh, we don't want to be here. We're scared. They're like, oh, fuck off, dude. <laughs> this ain't that bad. <laughs> Been in worse places than Casper. Yeah, exactly. You know? No, no kidding, man. <laughs> been wor- I've gone to Miami. Or Riverton. <laughs> oh yeah, I've been I've been to Miami and went down into uh, right the worst the hard parts of Little Havana. You know, and <laughs> there fucking you go. hung out and party with a bunch of people and ended up staying at some dude's fucking penthouse. Right. You know, it's just just who I am. I, right. I may not be the most likable guy, but I'll make a situ- bad situation good. Mm-hmm. One simple little joke. Mm-hmm. But love it. <clears throat> So, got one. You got anything in between June and November coming up, or is that you guys going to be doing a bunch of planning for November then? Probably planning more for November, and then during that time, take a season to plan what's next for twenty twenty four. You know, like I mentioned, Still Fest, 
you know, we want to, uh, we want to upgrade. We, 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 um, Cheryl and James and I, all, we, we all want to um, create kind of the Vegas big smoke for Wyoming, but it's like a Wyo. This isn't the name, by the right. way. We don't know the name yet, but you know, like a Wyo big smoke of some kind, right? Where, and you know, we, 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 we do again yet to be determined where, cause, um, I'm a Wyoming fan. I'm not necessarily, everything has to be in Gillette. Um, you know, Casper has some good central points to it, whatever. But, you know, at the end of the day, and they have a couple cigar lounges too. We don't have one yet. I know. You know, but do you I'm think, working on it. But, but, do you you know, th- but do you think way that uh, cigar box is set up, do you really think they need to have a brick and mortar store? No. I think the way they have it no. going is oh, fucking great. awesome. And we're, you know, we, we can even supply cigars to people that sell cigars. So, right. like, we're even set up to do that. So, like, we just, in the state, I see the cigar box. You know, we're looking for a lounge. We'd love a lounge, mm-hmm. you know, and there will be one in Gillette. I guarantee it. Um, but you know, at the end of the day, right now, we're just supporting, like for instance, Grinners. You know, they want to do a little small lounge there. They're selling cigars. You know, good times. Maybe someday we'll supply some of that stuff. I I don't know where it goes, but it's we got our eyes on being kind of a mobile catering thing i mean they've told you yeah you know weddings and bachelor parties and just like friends getting together for eight guys you know having a good smoke but but i think what what sets them apart even from like dead with tobacco is their knowledge on every single yeah. stick yeah every single one oh, i yeah. mean you can go up and be like this is kind of i don't know what i'm doing well you know what's what's your what, what do you like to eat mm-hmm. and they can and have every frame from a five dollar all the way to a yep. fifty dollar cigar yep i know it's when I met him, I well, I met him at my whiskey fest. By the way, oh really? That's how our f- partnership even started. Like, you know, there's this, this big, big dude looked like Santa Claus and Cheryl, <laughs> you know, cute little Cheryl there, and and they're just they they never got up from the cigar tent at our at our November event last year, and uh, they just sat there and smoked four or five cigars through the night, you know. And I met him that night, but I was bouncing all over the place, mm-hmm. and um, and then. We, you know, one thing led to another. It's like, hey, we need to talk some more because, like, I want to do some more stuff with cigars. And they're like, I really like this town because they flew in from Washington mm-hmm. looking around to move here, as you know. And then when they came to this Gillette Fest, they just fell in love with our town. You know, they saw what you and I saw. Right. You know, or see now. And so, um, yeah, I think they'll be a good addition for sure. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Well, like, they're, that business model, I think, is fucking awesome yeah you know and then it does and no it also overhead i mean well, there is over product but. right well but it also the characters that those two are mm-hmm. i mean <laughs> james being who he is mm-hmm. and how cheryl is like those two mesh so well and it's mm-hmm. you know you just I, I i'm a bullshitter so i i, I just want to bullshit with them all day long yeah i could easily I know. you know and that's good conversations with them for sure but <clears throat> So 2024, are you, are you thinking that you're going to have, you're going to do, have more events than what you got from yeah. previous years? Yeah. We're looking at even a fest, music festival. Okay. I'm in talks right now with a few artists right now, and they need somebody to promote, you know, and be a promoter of it. Well, you know, Web Pro is my day job. Web Pro is, that's what we do. Mm-hmm. We promote businesses. We create brands. We help businesses' phones ring. And so it's like, you know, now something like this we can we can uh, help promote you know a bunch of bands that have you know 
I was talking to a friend the other day that's, you know, got a, you know, a manager and he's just soaking up percentages, never, you know, never met him before, doesn't care that much. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So I'm thinking of a festival of some kind might be in 24, 2024 too. Uh, there, there's a comedian out of Cheyenne. He goes back and forth from Cheyenne to Denver quite a bit. Not the mm-hmm. comedy store there, or the comedy works there in Denver. Um, Brad Tobler, Tober, Tober, to- yeah. Tobler, I think is how you say his last name. Uh, I found him on Instagram and we've been kind of bullshitting. I was like, it's like, you know, I see that you're from Cheyenne, you know, you don't really see a whole lot of comedians right. from Wyoming. Right. And all we have jokes is about uh, uh, snow fences and that kind of shit and barrels. <laughs> right. And uh, he's like, no, no, he started, started bullshitting with him. I was like, you know, it'd be really awesome to get you up here in Gillette. He goes, well, the, the problem with Gillette is it's either you sell out the, the 10,000 at the energy whatever the, the theater that yeah. Campus yeah. has. Or 100 at the Monkey. Or <laughs> yeah, whatever, or 75 right? at, yeah. at, uh, at Grinders. Yeah, he and goes, it's so like, there's, there's nowhere, nowhere in, between. in between. He goes at 3, 350 right in there. He goes, that's yeah. my sweet spot. And honestly, that's our sweet spot, Grit and Gathers. Because like, when I say Whiskey Fest, like my be- beginning of my mind, I was thinking, well, let's get it as big as possible. I want Jack, in four years, I want Jack Daniels himself to be here. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And Camplex, let's just fill it up, you know, right? That's kind of what was my initial, but then I've backed off of that a lot since. I think that's a mistake, frankly, especially with Whiskey Fest, well, especially yeah. with the mission, like gathering. Yeah, gather 2,000 people and have some meaning, meaningful relationships. Well, not only that, but look how the crawfish boil has came. There you go. It's just a big, huge, and I like the crawfish boil. I'm sure you do too, and I'm sure they do great things, but once there's a, it's a size thing. Right. You know? Once, and once when, you get to a certain point, it starts to get a little impersonal and not something I really want to be. And people there just get fucked off. Exactly. I, and see, I think that was my problem with this year's Whiskey Festival. It seemed like they had way more people there this year than they ever had the last three years they've done yeah, it. There was that dude that puked right in the f- entrance of the, of the uh, restaurant. Really? Yeah, he was just, you know, at 9 o'clock. Now, see, know? Sarah and I, we, we called it a day after we were there for 45 minutes. I looked at her. When that dude cut in front of me and pushed her out of the way, cut in front of me at Brothers at Keeper's Heart, I looked at her. I said, ah, "Fuck it, I'll eat the three hundred bucks. I don't care. I'm, let's leave." Where'd you guys go? Windsor Block? No, we went to uh, Dominico's or Dominico's. Oh yeah, Dominico's, dude. They're awesome. We had, we had a tomahawk steak there. Oh yeah. And then we went to Tinderbox and I smoked two or three yep. cigars there. And I got to bullshit with some dude there. And then there was a group of individuals coming in to watch the prelims of the USC fight, and they wouldn't shut the fuck up. And <laughs> so I cashed out. And uh-huh. then he goes, where are you going? You just ordered another. I was drinking Hennessy, the, uh-huh. the Keen Henry whatever bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she was, I was like, I just slammed it. I said, I, this, yeah. you guys lost me. Yeah. She yeah. was well, you know, it is Whiskey Festival. <laughs> USC's on a night. I was like, no, I, I get it. I get it. You know, it's just not our crowd. Mm-hmm. A little too mm-hmm. rowdy for Mama and I. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My wife's only 4'9". So <laughs> right. It doesn't take very much for me to get really irritated when yeah. people are being douches to her. Yeah. Because, and then, like I said, I don't look bad in orange, but it's too mm-hmm. much to, to lose. You're smart. I'd call that smart. So <laughs> we, we were back at the hotel by 9, and we were mm-hmm. asleep by 10 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. The, the fest is, was a little, this year was a little disappointing, honestly. Um, the year before, like when we first that saw each phenomenal. other. That was awesome. Yeah. The band was on point. Yep. This year's band didn't even go to it. It was just it wasn't good at all. It was horrible, honestly. And I think I think they're they're gro- they're they're going through those growing pains, and I think they'll get it figured out. I think so too. And again, I'm I'm gonna go. You know, right, well, I, yeah. I want to go, and I will. Um, I'll support it. But uh, um, and th- that fest is t- 
totally different than ours. Like right. I, I'm, we're introducing music, cigars, like you know, I mean we're, and you know our our ticket prices are less. But again, I don't want to sound like it's a comp- competition because, uh, you know, a whiskey uh, fan like you and me, I want to go to four or five a year, right? Me and too. they don't have to be mine. In fact, I want to go to ones that aren't mine because I just want to relax and, you know. But you know when it's my event, I'm not really. I mean, I'm enjoying myself, but if for a different reason, exactly. right? So, you know, you're enjoying yourself, but you're not in that relaxed, yeah, bullshit. Exactly. Hanging out exactly. with your friends, you're. This is my business, and I gotta. Yeah, because you gotta ensure everybody else is doing right, that, right, right. Yeah, nobody's getting drunk and puking on a right in front of the restaurant. And we never had that problem. Uh, knock on, knock on wood, you know. But uh, we didn't have that problem our first fest, and we hope not to have it again. Um, you know, we're prepared if it, if we get somebody out there like that. But you know, I think at the end of the day, the uh, the true whiskey fan that wants to pe- spend one hundred fifty dollars on a VIP ticket, I mean, that's not a person that's going there to just slam as much whiskey as right. they can, typically, right. right? So that's what we're banking on, anyways. Well, no, that price point, I think, is pretty important. I think that kind of eliminates a lot of that yeah, issue. Exactly. We've had a few people from Casper say, well, you know, we've had a response that tickets a little bit too high. And it's like, okay, well, I get it. But that's also protection for right. the crowd, you know, kind of thing. Um, you know, we don't we don't want to be there. So my, my, my guess might when somebody says <clears throat> the ticket's too high, at 150 bucks, you at least get, you're, you're at least going to try 10, if not 12, 15 different types of whiskeys. Depending on how much you're pouring, I always get... A small sniff because I I want to test more, right? You know, but 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 you're at, right. There's but, a limit, but but ten to fifteen. So I mean, that's ten dollars to taste. I mean, you're not going to be able to go buy no. a, a shooter for ten no. bucks on some of this stuff. No, and never mind the food. You know, right. in Casper, we're gonna have two kitchens, one up, one down, f- right out of the kitchen, f- serving you food. Right. So and it's not buffet. You know, it's like right out of the kitchen. Mm. You know. And so, uh, and two bars, one up, huge bar, size of Grinners essentially, but it's one down, one up. I mean, it's massive. So we're gonna use the bars for cash bars and wine and mm-hmm. other cocktails, stuff like that. But um, we'll also be probably using that for the sampling stations. My guess is we have 120 whiskeys, and we're still adding. Yeah, so at 120 know? plus your food, I mean, you're you're averaging like three dollars, three dollars a taste. Exactly. So I mean, I. It, but that goes back to spend three hundred dollars on a box of cigars, or you can spend three hundred dollars on a steak dinner with you and your wife. Exactly. You know, that's right. No, I know. So you know, I think it's a good value. We don't plan to up our tickets, even in Gillette. Like we're going to bring more valuable whiskeys into Gillette, even more than we did in Casper. We're we're marked to do that. But at the end of the day, we want to keep our prices kind of where they're at because at the end of the day, you know. Um, there's a certain amount of tickets we can sell. There's a certain amount of profit I want to make. It's not, you know, I'm not greedy, but at the end of the day, I want the most important part is to make sure people have a good time right. and um, have a good value for the money that they spend. If they don't, it's a failure, honestly, as a promoter. You got you to gotta make sure that, because my first, that was, I, I couldn't sleep, man. Like, I, 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 I thought it was going to be good, mm-hmm. but I just didn't know. And it was just really important to me to hear the response, you know, like I say, there's some ways to improve always. Right. right. But at the end, most at the mo- on the most part, like we didn't hear comments like, well, shit, I didn't want to spend 150. I mean, I didn't get my value, you know, kind of thing. 
Next year, we're going to have three, two, three buses going in and out, too. Well, that's I awesome mean, that you guys are providing transportation. Yeah, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to charter another bus because that bus was full. I mean, chucked full. Well, know? that that that's a lot of liability off your shoulders, yeah. too. Yeah, exactly. Especially here in Wyoming with that. You kill somebody, they can go back on that's you. That's right. And the people that served you and yep. their kids. And so we're really focused on just keeping everybody safe and responsible, but... Um, well, know, that path. that right there is worth more than the experience and, and knowing that you're in good hands is worth more mm-hmm. than 150. Mm-hmm. Well, and Casper's even better. Almost. Well, not necessarily better, but they're, you know, they're we linked up with the police department down there. They uh, they launched a thing called uh, Natrona Safe Ride or something like mm-hmm. that, and uh, we're gonna donate to them. Um, some of the proceeds, but they're going to be at our fest in a little kiosk, and essentially they're going to. It's not. It's not. Excuse me. It's not police officers at a kiosk. It's uh, the police department is putting this on, right? But these volunteers will come, and they have a grant where they basically have Ubers and Lyfts and taxis and whatever. So, you know, it's it's not necessarily going to be a valet service. Right. We want everybody to take responsibility of their own safety. Right. But. It's there if anybody needs it. Right. That's that's the kind of approach we want to be because it's really a it's really a personal decision to be safe, right? right. Um, so we just want to make sure there's options there for you to be safe. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, yeah. But having that there is that speaks really loud. Yeah. To to the type of people, to to the person you are and the people you're partnering up with and everything yeah. else. Yeah, that's the most important thing is just being safe on the roads for sure when you're doing whiskey. Well, not only that, but making sure that you are in a safe transportation with somebody that's not going to pull off the side road. Because, I mean, you can get pretty deep woods in Casper and never find you. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> it's, same with Gillette. Yeah. You know, there's, there's a lot of dirt roads in this town that oh, yeah. go down and yeah. where'd he go? Oh, he was drunk. I don't know. He Must headed that way. And he, went, he went on for a little walkabout. <laughs> walkabout to see his Lord, Savior, Jesus Christ. Right, exactly. <laughs> So June third, everybody, Casper at the Ribbon Chop. What time are you starting? We're starting at six o'clock, and then uh, if if you happen to have a VIP ticket, then you get in one hour early. So five five o'clock. If you're VIP, if you're general at six. Um, if if you happen to buy a VIP and a plus one, like a, somebody that doesn't want to sample whiskey. Mm-hmm. Um, that that ticket I think is forty nine dollars for a for I like a, that yeah and like, then you know you go there you get all the food you get the ambiance you get everything that we're providing but uh, you know and and by the way there's even samples there that you can have for free we're gonna have we're just not throwing it out there right. as a promise but there'll be plenty there to you well, know that say something like that would be beautiful for my for my wife and I because she doesn't drink this shit yeah exactly you know? but but you want to be with your wife you want to exactly. hang out you know. So, um, you know, that the plus one non-sample ticket is for that person. And then, you know, they can hang out. They can even come early if you're, if they're with a VIP and have access to the VIP area. Um, but so, yeah, I mean, that's, that was our rapid city does a little different, right? You know, we're, we are doing it a little different, but, uh, you know, we, we, we definitely want people that we want people there that don't drink whiskey too. Right. You know, it's, it's the feeling about around whiskey that we're gathering yeah it's a gathering exactly uh facebook great and gather on facebook yep great and gather what's that you got instagram yeah great and gather on instagram snapchat no snapchat 
the TikTok. We need to be on the TikToks and the Snapchats. We just are not there yet. Go look them up. Grit and Gather, Facebook, Instagram. I'll put all the stuff in the show notes where you can get a hold of him to get tickets. Uh, the event, I got a, been working on doing a, an advertisement for you to put on. We'll drink to that at Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and, and Snapchat. So let's blow this up, guys. This is a great thing for Wyoming, great thing for Campbell County, a great thing for Natrona County. It's a great thing in general. We all need more shit to do in this state rather yep. than going out causing hate and discontent, even though as fun as that is. But <laughs> this is, uh, is going to be a, a wonderful, wonderful deal. Thanks, everybody. Hope you enjoyed.